No, this just reminds me of, like the TFT videos. Like in TFT, like um, your team would have to leave like spawn, and like there was like a like a garage door type thing, right? And people found like a bug that they could keep the door from opening on their own team. <laughs> so they would just do that. And then every time you die, you'd end up in there. So if at some point the whole team would be in there, not able to leave. <laughs> and there was one video where the guy was asking like random like geography questions. And if people got it right, he'd let them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- th- That's what you I should wanna... start. Is there a voice chat when you invade, Mike? Can you start asking like questions no, like, a, like a troll or something? That would be amazing if they put proximity chat in. <laughs> I meant like paying the toll. Like you'd have to show up like a cave troll or something. And oh, like, no, people right, well, would think like, oh, I can get around it. And they, they'd be like, oh, fuck you. We're going to fight. And then they wouldn't get around it and they'd be pissed. But Yeah, and then you just keep, okay, answer my question this time. Answer my question this time. Well, you and... don't necessarily invade the same person. Uh, it okay. sends you into a random place. Like yeah. you choose Otherwise, to invade. That'd be real grief. <laughs> yeah, like if you could invade the same person over and over and over again and just gatekeep them from ever getting the boss, that would be you're a like, oh, you're, fucking oh, you're live streaming. Guess what? You're gatekeep now, live streamer. <laughs> everyone uh it's brian i'm i'm here again i i'm not gonna go through the normal intro stuff you're gonna get that in a minute but uh i'm here just to do a few little housekeeping things for the episode um just a heads up when we were beginning the episode when i go through the intro stuff and tell you about what we're gonna talk about i mentioned that we're gonna go over some quick hit headline stuff and then we're gonna move on to a bigger topic involving sony and microsoft i also mentioned that we were trying to aim to keep the episode around an hour but uh when all was said and done when we were done recording the episode was about double that. We were about two hours. So, But it did end up sort of splitting pretty evenly right down the middle. So there was an hour for quick hit stuff and then an hour for the bigger topic. So while I was editing, which was not the plan originally, I decided to split this up into two episodes. So even though we mentioned we're going to get to the Sony and Microsoft stuff, we're not going to get to it on this episode. So you're going to have to wait a week for that one. Which, judging by some of the stuff I was reading uh, within the last couple days might actually work in our favor, because if the rumors are true, Sony might actually be announcing something this week. Uh, we might be able to get together, maybe record a little something on that, and I'll just add it to what we already recorded um, that has to kind of do with some of those topics. But, you know, for right now, we'll just kind of wait and see. Um, either way, the big topic that I mentioned that we're going to cover, which was Microsoft buying Activision and Sony buying Bungie, um, that stuff we're going to talk about, well, we technically we already did talk about, but you're not going to hear it until next week. So, hopefully the quick hit stuff is enough for you to keep you occupied this week, and then uh, you got something to look forward to next week then. But for now, I will give you back to the episode, so listen and enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Brian and Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Liebick, and no intros again this week because I'm lazy. Uh, so joining me for this episode is Mike Bradley. Hi. And Ian Lighting. No intro for me either because I fuck you then. Yeah, see, it just makes it easier. You I mean, they couldn't see my face when it happened, <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I made a face, because it's, it's, come on. It's, if you won't put in the bare minimum effort, why should I? <laughs> the the effort went to everything else in this episode. The intros is always what I do last, and by the time we it comes down to that, when yeah, the outline's that, done. That's yeah. a lot of promises that you need to live up to now. Hey, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like a game every week. Are we going to get intros? Who knows? We'll figure out when we start going live and start recording. Uh, Alright, so... On tap for this one, we have a news episode. So, in my head, we'll see if we can do this in under an hour. I don't know if we'll hit <laughs> that goal, but we'll see. Um, I give myself always a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, I try to go through a lot of information, hopefully quickly, hopefully very informatively. Um, but we do these things so infrequently that I think when we do decide to have an episode like this, there's a bunch of stuff to catch up on and cover. So I'll go through as much as I can at the top. Uh, we'll get through... All of that, we'll get to a bigger topic at the end, give ourselves maybe a little bit extra time. So the big topic for this one will be uh, something we probably should have talked about two months ago when it happened, but that's Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard and Sony acquiring Bungie. Uh, So if you're here for that, uh, feel free to skip ahead or hang out, and I'll do my best to get through the stuff we're going to talk about quickly. 
Um, everything that I'm laying out here is stuff that I've posted on our social media pages. So feel free to check us out on Facebook. You can check facebook.com slash Friends or check us out on Twitter at BG Superfriends to keep up with the new stuff we try to post about and cover. Otherwise, I mean, give us a listen every couple months whenever we decide to summarize some of this stuff and hopefully you're caught up. And so everything part of this statement you've posted about, I'm very curious. Maybe that is false statement. It's it's pretty damn close to everything. I don't think it's been <laughs> exactly everything. Damn it. <laughs> you caught You're me. You're trying to like you live me. fact check Brian <laughs> yeah. while we're doing this episode. He's going to be scrolling through the feed and be like, yep, got that one. Got, got that one. Yep, okay. I know of at least two that I don't think Brian posted about. <laughs> to be fair, I have no idea what's coming on the smaller list because I didn't have it. Because I wasn't sure if I was going to be here, so I haven't seen it. So I have no opinion on that. Well, yeah, this will be fun for you then. Maybe you won't know some seen of this it stuff. Either. Yeah, I give it out anymore. I don't. Yeah, I don't really like part of the. So this goes back to honestly. This goes back to like the bare bones of what the podcast. My idea for the show way back when it was Geekologist before it was even Bry Guy and Super Friends. The guy that I used to do it with when we did Geekologist was uh, a friend of mine who was into this stuff but never followed the news stories part of it. So part of the idea was, hey, I'm going to look this stuff up. We're going to record about it. I'm just going to give him the news, and then we're going to talk about it as we go. So really, this is kind of the bare bones of that, which is you guys have no idea what I'm going to come up and talk about. You might know something about it. You might not. Either way, I'm going to try to tell you about it, and hopefully we have a little bit of something to say. That wasn't my point. My point of confusion was that, like, Ian just said he hasn't seen the list, but he also just said there's at least two things you haven't posted about. <laughs> oh, that's I'm because confused the, I, I submitted two things to the list. That is true, and those okay, two things so there were was not of information I didn't have. That's that right. were not because I didn't even get, have a chance to even look them up, really, because I was too busy focused on the stuff that I was scrolling through our feeds for. Okay, he doesn't even know if these are real. That's also true. He could be making this shit up. I don't know. I I should be fact checking Ian. That's where we should start this show. <laughs> what, what 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 was that show that we covered when we had the weird offshoot thing on stream the one time? The Monster Girl show is it? Is it? Oh about yeah, that? Monster like... Mus Mo Monster <laughs> Yeah, yeah, is it, is season two or something happening? Or I don't want to get into it because <laughs> I could do a couple hours on it, but no. That is not one of the news stories he gave me, so that I can, I can confirm that. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll get into the stuff that I do know I can cover and that I have at least a little bit of knowledge about. So, uh, The Boys, season three, is happening. Uh, we just got a trailer, which looks about what you'd expect. Funny, gory, superhero shit. Uh, releases on Prime Video June 3rd, 2022. Uh, is that going to be a full drop or one at a time? They, I'm trying to remember how they did the boys' seasons before. I know they were weekly releases, I think, for that show. But I don't know. Some of those shows, they start with like one or two episodes, and then they start doing weekly releases. So I don't know if we get a batch at the top. Um, no, you know what? No, I am. I am. That's false. They, they are doing weekly releases because I think they released the episode titles of the show or of the season and the dates in which they air. Cool. So I think it That's is episodic. Spoilers. Did they say how many episodes? Uh, I know that was in the list, but I can't remember offhand. I know we posted about it. I didn't dig through the comments far enough back to find it. Okay, cool. So it's it's on it's on our pages. I mean, you can probably look it up if you're curious. But yes, there th that is coming. Episode titles are out there. I'm pretty sure it's weekly releases. So check that out. Alexa, how many episodes of The Boys Season 3 are there? Do you even You're have an Alexa on your speakers? <laughs> no, that's for the viewer, the yeah, listener. That, that's for the if viewer. they have an Alexa in their room, now they know. Uh, all right, so also, we got the first trailer for the Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power show, which is coming to Amazon. Uh, the trailer released in January, so this is how far back we have to go to cover some of the stuff we missed. Um, and we have a premiere date. So we'll hit Amazon Prime on September 2nd, 2022. I don't know a lot of details about that. I believe it's a prequel series, like, even before The Hobbit, all of that stuff. Uh, the next LEGO game, which is LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, features all nine Star Wars movies in one game, set to release on April 5th, which is right around the corner. Uh, some of the stuff they've improved, they've got a new cover system, revamped aiming mechanics, a huge cast of characters, and tons of stuff to do in what seems to be the largest LEGO game to date. Two big issues with this. One, LEGO shouldn't speak. Two, <laughs> how many... How many times, Brian, have you bought in the original trilogy as a Star Legos game? I, I'm pretty sure I got the the original trilogy one. They probably had a prequel one at some point. Either that, or they did like the one that was like all six. 
Maybe they no, did. No, no, they I did, think they, they did, did a three. Trilogy. They did a three, then a six. Okay, then yeah, yeah I definitely like three, have all of those. Three and then six, yeah. Um, and then probably a seven. I have yeah. I have the one they did for Force Awakens. It was just for yeah. Force Awakens, which had all kinds of extra shit in there. But did you have the one that was Force Awakens with the others? Because that was packaged with them at one time. Uh, yeah. Whatever the deluxe edition of Force Awakens was. So I don't know, whatever that came with. It had all so of probably the yes. other six. Some yeah. of that stuff. This is going to be your fourth time, I feel like, yeah. playing the original trilogy. And, and, I, I mean, I, I probably will not get it day one. it's not even the fourth time buying the original trilogy's Legos. It's probably like the tenth time you've bought the original trilogy in some form <laughs> yeah, of media. That is a true statement. That's an that understatement. That is a very true statement. Like, that's, yeah. you're, you're low on that one. You're on the under. Yeah, it's got to right. be in the team somewhere. Yeah. I mean, like, what does the original, like, what does some form count? Does posters count? Do, you know, oh, come do, on. Do, you know. Get off it. Get I, off I, it. All right, no. The the problem I have with this Lego series is just what Ian's saying. How much of this shit have I already played if I bought the ones before it? I don't... It's just a compilation series that they just keep making. And if, yeah. if this was the only time they had packaged them all together, I'd be like, hey, cool, that's awesome. Just make the fucking Last Jedi Lego and Rise of Skywalker and just put it out and just be like, all right, that's it. And then make, like, maybe a sequel series Lego. Start, you know, like, that. okay... It's too much. It's too, it's too much. Like there's too many different ones of these. It's they got me. I'm I'm going to get it. I probably will not get really it day one. Though? But I I think like it's they always. The story I mean, even, of the movie, so it can't right, be like right. But I mean, even but I even when the they do changes. Yeah, when, I mean, when they retell the stories and stuff, it's it's basically the same environments, but they do different stuff with the level design and stuff. So different you're playing puzzles. through the events the same, obviously, because it has to follow the story. But they're changing. You're not playing the same carbon copied level design from previous games to this one. They usually do okay. change that up. And they have, even from the trailer, it looks like they have a mechanic where you can travel like a galaxy map to get to other planets. I don't know whether that's just based on the story or if you just want to like free play the game. And you get in a ship, you travel through hyperspace to get to another planet. When you get to the other planet, you're in space above the planet. You could possibly get hit with a space battle. And then you literally just fly the ship down to the planet's surface, and it's all a transition in-game to the level. If I can't be Max Rebo, why would I buy it? I bet you can be Max Rebo. Yeah, it's I was a Lego say, game. Every fucking character is I, in this I game. Saw, <laughs> I saw a character list that was like 700 and something deep or something like that. Max Rebo's one of them. He's yeah, I guarantee be. you could be the whole yeah, band okay, if you want to. Remember, 30 of those are just Anakin. <laughs> in another 25 are Luke, so what? So we'll see. It's it's coming out what next week or two weeks. So keep an eye out for it. I will probably wait for a sale, but I will definitely be picking this up at some point. Uh, one of the movies that hit my most anticipated list, Mission Impossible Seven, has been delayed from this year, September thirtieth, twenty twenty two, until July fourteenth, twenty twenty three. So this also moves out the subsequent other sequel, Mission Impossible Eight, from July seventh, twenty twenty three, until June twenty eighth, twenty twenty four. We have much longer to wait for these movies. I am very sad. Yeah, but uh, I think you'll get better versions than you would. Yeah, I mean, you'd hope with any type of delay that the movie's just going to be better for it. So I'm I'm all for it either way. Regardless of when it comes out, I'm seeing it, and I'm going to be fucking excited for it. It just means that set Mission Impossible 7 is now on my most anticipated for 2023. How many years uh, in a row will that be? What's that? So how many years in a row will that be on your most anticipated list before you? I don't see remember it? if it was if it hit. Well, we didn't do one for twenty twenty one two, or twenty. We did one, one. for twenty twenty two just a couple yes, months ago. Right. But okay. Twenty twenty one. I don't do. I think we did for twenty twenty one, didn't we? I don't think we did one. I think we skipped both of you. Twenty twenty one for. Well, I know we skipped our top movies. Did we skip most anticipated? Yeah. Too? For we took a year off okay. of both. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead has joined the cast of Ahsoka for the live-action series on Disney+. Plus. No word on who she's playing, but honestly, I don't need to know, and I don't really care. I'd rather keep it a surprise. So, she is added to the cast. All for it. Yeah. Uh, other casting announcements. Christopher Lloyd has joined the cast of Mandalorian for Season 3. Again, no idea who he's playing, but I'm excited to see him in the series. I, I hope it's a crossover. <laughs> I won't say anything more. Uh, on January 25th, EA and Lucasfilm Games announced that they will p be partnering for three new Star Wars games. One will be a sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, uh, which they refer to as the next title in the Star Wars Jedi franchise. So the sequel probably won't be Fallen Order 2, but will probably have other some, some other type of subtitle to the game. 
Uh, the so second it, game will be some sort of strategy game. The third game will be a first-person shooter. So Battlefront 3. No. They, they didn't, they they didn't say that. Oh, they no, specifically said se not? Yes. dice Because di it's not dice one, it's respawn. Oh, okay. Oh, that correct. Yeah, I should have specified. Yes, it's all through respawn. Yeah, all three games are respawn, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Okay, that makes me more interested in the shooter, then. So we'll we keep an eye on those and see what happens. But yeah, there's nothing we know about it. And uh, Respawn, how they do their games now is they have a very large like um, like design phase where they're just fucking around with different game concepts before they like make it a thing. Like they're just playing with sandbox ideas. Like, is this a cool thing? And then build a game around cool gameplay things they do. That's the development style they've moved to. It's actually kind of a cool it's idea been working for them. Yeah, I like, I that. like that. That's that. That's a good thing. Uh, there's been some talk about Fast and Furious 10. I know uh, Vin Diesel has been trying to get Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, back in the franchise. Doesn't seem like that's going to happen. So instead, we have Jason Momoa joining Fast and Furious 10. So they couldn't get Black Adam. They have decided to call in Aquaman. I mean, you know my opinion on this, so. <laughs> yeah, Man Crush, right? So you're there. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm good for that. I just, whose brother is he going to be? I don't know. Paul I Walker's mean, brother. I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say that one. I was like, is that too much? <laughs> no, I was going to say he's probably, since he's also got ties to Samoa, he's probably... <laughs> the Rock's brother. They can't get yeah. The Rock, so they're just going to make him The Rock's brother. Yeah. If they wanted to piss off The Rock, go for it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what do they care? More. He pretty much already said he's refusing to come back. Like, he does not want to yeah, work with Vin Diesel again. He's like, nah, I'm done. also sours his relationship with... Is that Universal, too, I'm assuming? I think that's a Universal movie. Yeah. I don't think that sours his relationship with Universal. I think he's just like, okay, I've done it. It's overdone. I don't like Vin Diesel. I don't want to work with him. Which is probably why Hobbs and Shaw got made. Because they still wanted to bank on The Rock. But he wouldn't work with Vin Diesel. So they were like, well, you work with Jason Statham. And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm curious if they're actually going to do another sequel to that. Or if it's just no. he's done out of the franchise completely. He's done. Yeah, I, I mean, they make enough money, but... I think that franchise is done. <laughs> uh, Alright, moving on. On February 15th, uh, Paramount, Paramount Plus tweeted a thread about upcoming releases, so here's some highlights. Transformers Rise of the Beasts will be released theatrically in 2023 and is the first of three new installments in the Transformers franchise. And on top of that, in 2024, they will release a CG animated Transformers movie. More interested in that. Uh, so, also, even before Sonic the Hedgehog 2 releases, Paramount has announced they are officially developing Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Uh, in conjunction with that, in 2023, a new original series starring Knuckles, which will still be voiced by Idris Elba, is coming to Paramount+. Plus. You said series? Yes. I, I don't know about that one, but maybe it'll be just, like, a purely for kids only kind of thing. I mean, we'll see how Knuckles is in the movie. I'm anxious to see it. I'm I'm excited. I will still probably check this series out. Did they confirm whether or not it's Ugandan Knuckles? <laughs> I don't. It's not a question for me. I have no idea. <laughs> so you do not know the way? No. I know. <laughs> We're bringing back dead memes from, like, when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, this is old memes, but let, let's face it, that was not when you were in high school. But, yeah. I'm a zoomer. <laughs> um, the next installment uh, of A Quiet Place is coming in 2023. will be directed by Michael Cernowski, or Cernowski. Um This must be a spinoff because then Paramount confirmed that A Quiet Place Part 3 is coming in 2025. So wait, hold on. Wait, 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 that's wait, wait, A Quiet wait, wait. Place 3 and A Quiet Place Part 3? Those two separate movies? There, this is, it, it, all it says is the next installment of A Quiet Place is coming in 2023 and is directed by Michael Cernowski. And then A Quiet Place Part 3 is 2025. So I don't know what this other Quiet Place is that's coming Ooh. next year. Quiet Place Season of the Witch. <laughs> Just like Halloween, dude. <laughs> You're assuming Brian watches fucking horror and has any yeah. idea why that's a joke. It's... Brian doesn't get Josh it. Josh has been on this show. <laughs> For those who don't understand the joke, Halloween 1 and 2 were all about Michael Myers, and Halloween 4 and 5 and 6 and all those were all about Michael Myers, and Halloween 3 was about what the fuck? So, it was about an evil Halloween mask company. Yeah, it was not. It had nothing <laughs> to do with the rest of the series at all. It stands alone as like a outlier. And Mike Myers' mask isn't even in the movie, even though it's an evil mask company. <laughs> yeah, like it's 
there is no connection whatsoever to any of the other movies at all. So that's why he was making that joke. So you're getting two Quiet Place movies. One of them is a sequel to the to the other two. One of them, I don't know what it is, spinoff maybe. So like the third one, if John Krasinski's still involved to direct, I am assuming, but I don't think they tweeted that or confirmed that, so I don't know. Right, that's what I'm saying. You didn't say it, so I'm just saying if he is, I'll be interested. The one he's not directing is a is a cash grab to me. Like that just reeks of like we're just doing this because these movies make money, and you're not taking the person whose passion project this was and putting them in charge of it, probably because they tried to, and he said "Mm, no. Well, they're probably just. It's more like, hey, let's just keep this thing kind of fresh so people are still talking about it, and it's not a four year gap between movies. Right. It's keeping the money alive more than yeah. it is worrying about an artistic vision of any kind. Quiet, quiet place. Fantastic four. Got to keep the license. <laughs> quiet. Four stick. No, they four. never had I, fantastic four. It was a Fox property before. I know. I, I, I don't even know who we're talking about. <laughs> Paramount. <laughs> this is all Paramount stuff. Yes. Jokes. Pay attention. <laughs> oh, speaking of Xbox game pass ultimate, you get the halo series. Wait, really? You get a 30-day free trial of Paramount Plus through through Game Pass, yes. So you sort oh, of kind yeah, of that, get I mean, the that, Halo that, series. That, that, that's but... how I'm going to get it, is once it's all released, I'll just take... Like, there's a free seven-day one through Amazon. So, yeah. So I'll use however, that, however you want to do if it. If anything else ever comes out, I'll use the other one. Um, Speaking of the Halo series, which premiered today on Paramount Plus, it has already been greenlit for another season. So it's getting season two, even before the premiere. We'll see. With some mediocre reviews. Something doesn't mean it comes out. <laughs> I mean, they announced it's coming, so I'm assuming that's still... I guess they could cancel whenever they want. But, as of right now, Paramount is saying a second, second season is and happening. If rumors are true, we may be living in a world where Master Chief and Wolverine are played by the same person. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I saw that headline today, actually. Yeah. But he's apparently... Uh, in what is talks. it, Pablo Schreiber? Schreiber, right? Pablo yeah, Schreiber. Pablo Schreiber. He's in talks to be Wolverine. In... I feel like if you're openly like talking that better... you're in talks to play a character, you're not going to play that character. Anybody that's like... gotten a Marvel role has never confirmed they are in talks for that Marvel role before it happens. Everyone's been like very mum or no, I can't talk about it. And then they well, get announced and then they can talk about it. If you're talking about it before, you're not getting it. I Personally, I feel like he's a better fit for Wolverine than Master Chief. But... I would agree, yeah. So. But I, I think he's already thrown himself under the bus if you're talking about it before. They're, they don't like well, that kind of thing. Did Was it him that confirmed her or was it somebody else? Like, I, I didn't see the full story. Like, I didn't read it. I just saw the headline, like, Pablo Schreiber in talks to be Wolverine. I don't know who I thought that I thought the headline I caught was that he said he was in talks. So that's oh, where okay. I'm kind of getting it from. But again, I also did not read the article, so maybe I'm speculating. But either way, we'll see what happens. <laughs> The incredulousness on Ian's face. Well, this is what happens when I'm trying to pull the outline together and then not try to read anything else because I don't want to have to add something else to this damn thing. It's already pretty long. Um, for All right, this is all for Ian's excitement. In 2023, the Seth Rogen-produced TMNT animated movie will release in theaters. And following that will be a series of villain-driven TMNT films exclusively for, for Paramount+. Plus. So you get all kinds of Turtles action coming at you. And it's said that Seth Rogen is also remaking the original Ghost in the Shell uh, in animated form. Which turtle's he voicing? I, I don't know. I have not heard that he's starring in the movie, just that he is producing said movie. So I, I don't know a cast yet for this. I have not I seen mean, that. He's Donkey Kong, so is he the rhino? <laughs> I guess you I'll, know, we'll if I had to out. guess, Seth Rogen would only really fit for Splinter. Michelangelo. Splinter. I mean, is, is he going to play a stoner <laughs> version of Splinter? No, you do the bong voice when you talk to him. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, all right, what else? On February 16th, James Gunn confirmed Peacemaker is getting a second season. So no word on yes. when it will release, but we are getting a second season. I, You know, part of me loves the intro, but I can't wait to see if they change it and do a whole new intro for season two that's just as awesome. <laughs> Different song every season. Yeah, like the show itself was fucking amazing. I, they're... I have never pressed the skip intro button on that show. Yes, agreed. Uh, On February 17th, Netflix announced that the fourth season of Stranger Things will be split in half. So we're getting season four, volume one on May 27th, and then we are getting volume two on July 1st. 
Uh, not only that, but they said that season four will be twice as long as season three and that season four will set up the final season. So Stranger Things is ending with a fifth and final season. So if you're wondering, Mike, that actually means it's six seasons. Yeah, that sounds like, why is season four split into two seasons? Why is it not just season four, season five, and season six? I don't know, if unless I, they just wanted to give us something if, to hold us over for no, a little bit. It, I don't know. It's I mean, because of pay. If it's not a new season, they don't have to get the kids raises. <laughs> Maybe it's just one of those weird things. Like if it was shorter, you mean, if it was like, instead of the eight that it usually is, if it was 12 and they did six and six, I would get it. If they're doing eight and eight, I don't know the episode count. I don't know. That might be out there now. I didn't see it. But you well, said, you it's said it's twice as long as That's what three. they said, but I don't so know. That would mean it's double the episode. Th this is the problem that I've had with the walking dead as well. Because The Walking Dead started splitting up their seasons weird at the end like this. And now I can't remember where I left off because they were like, oh, every season up until then, it's like the first season wasn't because it was like a pilot season. And then it was 16 episodes a season after that. Okay. Yeah. And then we come to the last seasons and now they're like, well, season 10 is going to be like released part in 2020, I think is when season 10 started and season 10 just finished. It's so fucking confused. I like I don't know how to follow it. And I can't remember which one I left off with because it's not in properly labeled seasons anymore. Well, you should have left off at season three. <laughs> Incorrect. So either way, that's the that's that's the strange thing stuff you're getting. <clears throat> I have I have no comment on Walking Dead. I haven't watched it, so I can't chime in. I'm looking forward to it, anyways. I'm still looking, yeah. Like, I mean I'm still happy that it's happening. It's just. I'm assuming the they split the season because season there's something that happens shit. in the midpoint of season four that they want you to have the cliffhanger for. They're no, gonna... but just call the next thing season five, though, I... if it's double the length. That's that's the whole issue. Is unless, why is it a part two? Unless they just, I don't know, because they're they're not that far apart. Maybe they didn't want to call it another number if it's releasing two months apart. I don't know. That's what they told me. They just not... fucking wait. Like, <laughs> you know, they just fucking wait. Well, it's already got delayed. So I think the other part of it, too, could be that they maybe they had some stuff shot before COVID enough to get something out, but they still wanted to put it close to the other. I don't know. I'm just trying to speculate here. Either way, those are the dates. May 27th for volume one, July 1st for volume two. Uh, that'll be season four. And then season five is the final season. No release date for that yet. Cool. Uh, last month, Netflix started warning Marvel fans that the Netflix Marvel shows, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Punisher, The Defenders would be leaving Netflix on March 1st. So rumors were starting to say that those shows would end up on Disney plus. Then there were confirmations that the show would hit Disney Plus in Canada on March 16th, but that we had no confirmation whether or not it was going to show up in the U.S. I honestly thought the shows were going to be too adult for Disney Plus and they'd end up on Hulu. Turns out my guess was wrong, and on March 1st, Disney Plus announced that they would be getting all of those shows, along with new parental controls to make sure the kiddos do not see these shows, uh, to Disney Plus on March 16th. As an added bonus, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. also landed on Disney Plus on the same day, uh, so at the time of this recording, they're all on Disney Plus right now. So check them out for some good Marvel goodness. I highly recommend Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. if no one has seen it. So I feel like that show never got the love it deserves. I am glad it's finally on Disney Plus. I'm going to have to finish it now that it's there. Um, I think it only got better as it went along. Also, all your Marvel in one place now. which Aside from Spider-Man. I was going to say that, but yeah, aside, aside from Spider-Man, all your Marvel in one place. Although, aren't they coming eventually? To Disney eventually. Plus? Yeah, that was, a, so eventually, all. Probably like two or Marvel three years from now, stuff. but yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's, in yeah, like the Sony properties, like I don't give a shit about Venom or Venom 2 or Morbius or any, like I don't care. Uh, the MCU stuff and the other stuff, all the good stuff is with Disney Plus except Spider-Man. One-stop shop, it's the way to go. Oh, yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers Games Gotham Knights has an official release date now, which is October 25th, 2022. That's going up against Scorn. That's going to be rough. <laughs> Does Scorn have a date? I, I feel like that game o is just stuck in development hell. It's October. Is it really? Yeah. Or are you making it that up? October. Okay. No, we've, no, we've covered this three times on the show. I We've covered it that October. it's like coming and you're waiting for it, but I don't, I no, don't know. No, we've covered October release month It's a Halloween times. thing. You know, okay. Like it's a horror. That I, for coming, I forgot already. Did, didn't they also confirm that the Suicide Squad game was getting pushed back? That was going to be the next yep. one. Yep. Okay. That got pushed to spring of 2023. That's the Rocksteady game. That's not Warner Brothers games. That's Rocksteady. 
Rocksteady oh, I thought they were both the Rocksteady. No. Oh, okay. So there's going to be one worth playing and one worth waiting and seeing. I mean, Gotham Knights, I think, looks good. I mean, I'm I'm willing to give Warner Brothers games a, a shot, but I'm much more looking forward to uh, Rocksteady Suicide Squad. Who hasn't released a game in like seven years? Yeah. I think eight years by the time that comes out. Yeah, like it, it, for me, it's like with both, it's going to be a little bit of a wait and see. Wait for Tim the Tatman to play it. I get it. We talked about <laughs> this. Um, I, I will definitely check out some videos about it first and see if it looks like something I want to play. Yeah. From what I've seen already of both, I'm interested. They both. I mean, both of them I feel like cool. could be pretty fun co-op games. So I'm curious how yeah. the co-op and stuff works on both of those. Uh, so, uh, what else is going on? Right as the Batman released in theaters, Warner Brothers was promoting their upcoming superhero movies that were due out in 2022. However, right after the Batman released, they delayed most of them, and now half of them are moving to 2023. So DC's League of Super Pets moves from 20, May 20th, 2022 to July 29th, 2022. Uh, Black Adam moves from July 29th to uh, October 21st. The Flash moves from November 4th, 2022 to June 23rd, 2023. So that's another one that gets kicked off my most anticipated list. Uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom moves from December 16th, 2022 to March 17th, 2023. And then actually Shazam! Fury of the Gods moves up from June 2nd, 2023 to take Aquaman's spot at December 16th, 2022. So Shazam 2 is now going up against Avatar 2. In December. Yeah, I was going to say, was there something that moved out of that spot that they wanted to put Shazam up against? Like, that they didn't want Shazam up against originally, that moved, that they were like, okay, now put No, Shazam I actually think uh, Shazam is the only movie that's done, is the reason it moved up. Or is it that they think Aquaman's going to make more? No, I from what I read was that VFX for pretty much every movie is behind schedule, so they had to push everything back. Shazam so somehow it's literally just an editing thing. Like they're just yeah. I mean, Shazam schedule. is somehow on pace okay. and pretty much done. So they moved it up because they want to release something around that time. Okay, I-, I was just wondering whether or not they like didn't want their best earner up against Avatar. Yeah, because I mean, I... we don't know how Avatar Two is gonna do, but it still is like the second highest earning movie ever. Yeah, and I think and if you were that so... scared of Avatar, you wouldn't put anything, regardless of what you think is. I'm gonna surprised do. that they are. Yeah, honestly, like at all. Just because I figure, given how well it performed last time. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how Avatar does, or what the hell this movie's supposed to be. But, especially because we're going to get, like, four other ones, but... I, I, I saw a thing, I don't know if you have it in your list. The first trailer for Avatar 2 is supposed to be in front of the Multiverse of Madness. I didn't put that in here, but yeah, I did hear that. So the, the rumor is that that one, will, yeah. I mean, kind of soon. That's what, like July or something? Uh, Doctor Strange is May. May? Right? Okay. I I have trouble following dates anymore. Like, yeah, I, I used can't to keep track. The rate everything moves, I can't keep track anymore either. But wh- whatever it is, Multiverse of Madness, from what I read, should have the first Avatar 2 trailer in front of it. Which means it'll probably be online that weekend or that week yeah. that the movie releases. Right. Um, speaking of the Batman, HBO announced that they are doing a new original limited series called DC Comics The Penguin that brings back Colin Farrell in the role. Uh, Batman director Matt Reeves and the Batman producer Dylan Clark, along with Colin Farrell and Lauren LaFranc, will produce the series. Uh, it's unclear whether this will be a prequel or a sequel series to the Batman. My best guess is that will fit somewhere in between, uh, this the like the the Batman movie and then its eventual sequel, so it will probably be a sequel series to the movie. That's but that's just a guess. I have no confirmation of it, that. It might be a bit of both. I, I mean, there could be flashbacks some, like, or flashback something. Who knows? Stuff yeah. to how he became the you know how he got scarred up and stuff, and then have like current events going on. Either way, good news. Colin Farrell fucking killed it as the Penguin, and you know as unexpected as that is to say, when you think like Penguin, you don't think Colin Farrell, but. I'm very excited to see this. Yeah. Especially since, like, the last offshoot we got that happened the same way was Peacemaker. It happened the same way. Like, you know, they finished the Suicide Squad movie, you get told Peacemaker's happening. Very fucking good series. I think this is a high potential to follow up on that. 
another one for Ian. Announced during Sony's State of Play presentations for the PlayStation. Konami is making Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> the Kawabunga Collection, for Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, and PC to be, re- to be released sometime this year. Features 13 TMNT games in one collection, which includes Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the arcade, TMNT Turtles in Time from the arcade, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from NES, TMNT the arcade game from NES, TMNT 3 the Manhattan Project from NES, TMNT 4 Turtles in Time from Super Nintendo, TMNT the Hyperstone Heist from Sega Genesis, which I believe was a Genesis Genesis exclusive. Well, weren't uh, they mostly the same, though? Like Hyperstone Heist and Turtles in Time, weren't they? That I've like never played Hyperstone Heist. The so same it. thing on different platforms in this release. Okay, it's a Konami cash grab because Konami sucks. <laughs> Just like the Turtles. Oh, you had to throw the dig in there at the end. A couple of the other games they have on there: TMNT Follow the Foot Clan, which is for Game Boy; TMNT Two Back to the Sewers, which was also for Game Boy; uh, TMNT Three Radical Rescue was for Game Boy. And then they have three different versions of TMNT Tournament Fighters: one for NES, SNES, and Genesis. So they don't have the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles NES game on here? No, they do. Yeah. Oh, the fuck. third game I mentioned. Yep. Wait, did you? Yeah. Yeah. They just all bleed together. So like yeah, the one titles are very the, similar. The one where like I can like swim through the fucking jellyfish and get zapped and try to defuse bombs and shit. That's the one. Oh man. Yeah, I'm buying that. Even though I hate that fucking game. I love it, but I hate it. I think that'd be good. Like for me, this is this begs to be bought for the Switch. Like just to, to be able to take all of these games somewhere with me on the Switch and just have that versatility. And then not like play them, I, maybe. But I, I feel like I'd have a better Switch chance to play games. them on the Switch than like Xbox or something. It's not like they're gonna look any better on the Switch compared to the Xbox or the on the Xbox compared to the Switch. Like for me, games. if if we can online co-op, I'll just buy where people are gonna online co-op. Whatever that might be, that's what I would do because that would be the yeah. fun part of it. I believe uh, it's a forty dollars game when it releases sometime this year. So we'll $40 see. Forty dollars too much. <laughs> Imagine crossplay on it though. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna go that far. <laughs> that's a sixty dollars title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think having online alone is a is a long shot, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Ryan Reynolds and director Sean Levy will apparently be reuniting for another movie coming off of Free Guy and The Atom Project. It was reported that Sean Levy is in talks to direct Deadpool 3. Um, I have not seen any type of press release or anything confirming that the deal has been made. But, however, judging between the tweets, uh, between the two of them, I think it's pretty solid. Ryan Reynolds had been tweeting that, uh, the next movie that in his and Sean Levy's trilogy will be much more stabby. So I'm taping, taking that as confirmation. <laughs> That sounds good. Uh, PSA for anyone still holding out for Spider-Man No Way Home or The Batman. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is available to buy digitally right now. Uh, if you're waiting for the physical Blu-ray disc, it, it comes out April 12th. Uh, and then Deadline reported that the following week, April 19th, The Batman will be available to stream on HBO Max. Now, is that going to be a similar thing where it's there for 30 days and then gone for a long time? I do not think so, because that was the deal they did last year with right, day that, and date releases. Right, but that seems a lot in 30 days quicker. HBO Max. What's that? Yeah, it seems like a lot quicker coming from theater to HBO Max. That's that's the 45-day mark, which seems to be the, the norm for people now. So, 45 so that's days from the theater usual, release like to if stream. they own the streaming service that owns the company, I guess. Yes, the 45 yeah. days is usual to get it now. Okay, cool. Like, Disney's doing that with a lot of their releases, I think, and... Or are they doing three months? They might be doing three months for their releases. I think Disney's doing well, it. It's been on the release. Shang-Chi was a 45-day, and okay. Eternals was a 45-day. Because okay. I think they were, like, packed so tight together and on top of one another before No Way Home came out. Yeah. They kind of wanted to, you know, get shit in, I guess. Yeah. So either way, April could be a good month for catching up on some movies if you didn't get to the theater. Uh, Marvel's Moon Knight is set to debut on Disney Plus next week, or I guess this week by the time this podcast drops. Uh, Marvel is already teasing the next series for Disney Plus. So we got our first trailer for Miss Marvel, which debuts on Disney Plus on June 8th. Uh, the trailer itself seems to highlight some alterations to Kamala's powers. Uh, it doesn't seem like she's an inhuman in this version of the character. So we'll see. I mean, I guess it makes sense considering the inhumans existed in that god-awful TV show that Marvel really wants you to forget. <laughs> Um, yeah. But either way, I think the the show looks cute. I I'm excited to see what they do with her. 
Kamala Khan's a fantastic character that I, you know, from the time that they introduced her in the early 2000s, that was what, like 2005, 2006, when the I don't remember when she debuted. Up. But they they introduced her as a character that was like us, that was a fan of Marvel. You know what I mean? But she wasn't, she was a fan of the heroes. You know what I mean? She, yeah, she yeah. loved all these heroes and everything. And her story was very grounded in reality at the time. And I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they interpret it. And I hope they do the character justice. I mean, we'll I think see. the character's fine regardless of the power set. So it seems like her power is a little bit more cosmic, which I guess makes sense considering that she idolizes Captain Marvel. So that puts yeah. her on par with her. So, and I think she's actually supposed to be in uh, Marvel, the Captain Marvel so, sequel. Yeah, like that's like the Marvels, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this will set up for her, de- her debut in the movie. Yeah, and and I think like I don't want to make a judgment based on a trailer. Like I want to see the move, see the show, and see how they go through it. Like we don't. There's a lot we don't know from a trailer. A trailer can be yeah. misleading. So I don't want to make a judgment there. Yeah, we'll see. There's going to be a lot of stuff to watch come May into June because Obi-Wan starts May 25th. Like, Disney's usually been pretty good about doing Marvel series, Star Wars, Marvel series, Star Wars. Now they're they're putting them on top of each other, so there's going to be a lot of stuff to watch in That's the summer. That's a good thing. Uh, a new Resident Evil series is hitting Netflix on July 14th. Uh, I do not believe this has any connection to the latest Sony movie, the Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City movie. Um, the only cast member for the show that I recognize is Lance Reddick. Uh, but it will also star Ella Belinska, Tamara Smart, Sienna Ogadog, Ogadong. I'm I'm butchering everybody's name. Adeline Rudolph and Paolo Nunez. Does I don't know who those people like, are, but they are listed for the cast. Any roles, or is it just? Lance I Reddick didn't look there. at the IMDb because I didn't know what kind of spoilers IMDb would give me. So, okay, I didn't know what because like Resident Evil is one of those things. Like I know you play the games, but I didn't know if you would watch the movies because gore i've seen like some of the ones with uh mila jojovich i've seen the first two or three of those after that they got weird and i was like this is fucking stupid and i gave up but you're not wrong but so i mean i'm curious enough about this i might check it out but i don't know did you see the newest one i haven't yet no i do intend to watch it at some point i just haven't got to it yet as a fan of the series like i know you are with the games yeah you should see the new one it is better yeah, I don't know than if it's anything they put out to, previously. I don't know if it's available to stream somewhere yet, but I was kind of waiting to see if it hits somewhere to stream. And only one of only two of those people have a um two people that are reoccurring characters have cat character names on IMDb. Okay, so they didn't even list a lot of cast lists either. Alright. And one of them is tactical weapons training. <laughs> Wait, what? And she's in eight episodes. Alright then. Well, we'll see if we get a trailer between now and July 14th, but the the tweet from uh, Netflix just said release date July 14th, so that's all we got right now. Uh, Alright, on to the next one. Uh, March 17th, Sony had another state of play where they debuted gameplay for Hogwarts Legacy, which is the Harry Potter video game where you play as a student at Hogwarts. Kind of reminds me of Rockstar's Bully, but sort of like Harry Potter themed. Uh, the video presentation is around 22 minutes. It's linked on our socials if you want to check it out. As of right now, the game is set to release holiday 2022 for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, Nintendo Switch, and PC. I mean, I'll be there. I'll be playing this. Yeah, it looks interesting. There's a lot of, like, you gotta go to class, learn spells for different stuff. There's stuff to explore, people to meet. Um, apparently takes place way before the events of the, the, of characters we know and events of yeah, movies and books and stuff. Yeah, this is supposed to be a long time ago. Like 1800s or something, I think they said. Yeah, like long before even Dumbledore was around. Yeah. Born even. Like, it's supposed to be a long time ago. So, I like that idea, seeing what was going on. And you still might meet some characters that are referenced as, like, yeah. characters from the past. Like, that would be cool. Yeah, so we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that one. Um, anyone looking for more Riddler content? DC announced that they are, are making a new Riddler comic hitting shelves in October titled Riddler Year One, and it will be written by Paul Dano, who just played the Riddler in the Batman. Interesting. I did not know about this, but that is really fucking cool. 
Yeah, I didn't realize he was a writer, so that's kind of interesting. I will check it out when it, when it happens. But Yeah, October. Check it out in October. Yeah. Uh, Ilphonic, the developer behind Friday the 13th and Predator Hunting Grounds, is making a Ghostbusters game. It will be a 4v1 asymmetrical multiplayer game where four player-controlled Ghostbusters have to try to capture one player-controlled ghost. Uh, not much is known about the story, but it does feature Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd, voicing Winston and Ray. They're in the trailer. Uh, Ghostbusters superfan and kind of funny creator Greg Miller has also confirmed he's part of the voice cast. Uh, actor and frequent Funhouse guest Raul Coley has also confirmed he's part of the voice cast. And the game will be written by Funhouse's own James and Elise Willems. They are writing the game. DOA. <laughs> I'm excited for this. I'm. I. This is one I would probably pre-order. So, I like so the people wait. involved making it. They had me with the license. This is icing on the cake for me. I'm I'm in. So I guess they're writing the story around the game. Yeah, whatever like story is in the game, writing... or or you know dialogue for the characters, that kind of stuff. That's what they're they they are. I don't know if there's more writers, but they were the two that I saw that they were coming out after the trailer debuted. That they hey, I'm writing this game now. Okay, so let me let me be clear about this. You need to include me whenever we're playing this, <laughs> um, because. Well, you're taking. I know Ian said DOA, but Elise. I'm not a particularly big fan of James Willems, but Elise is fucking hilarious. Ilphonic fucking nailed it with Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, that game died because of legal disputes uh, around the original owners of the IP. And, but that that's one of my favorite recent games that I've played. They did an amazing job they were loyal to everything down to the littlest details you know like again brian i know you're not into horror but when you were playing this game you were walking around a literal recreation of camp crystal lake and from each of the different movies that they did it was amazing the dedication they put into caring about being loyal to what they were doing so if they put that same level of care into this Ghostbusters thing and you have people as funny and whatnot as what you have writing the jokes, I, I, yeah, I want to be in on that. Yeah, I think the, the trailer... I, I have not does... heard about this. Like, this is my first hearing of this. There is a trailer game. out there. Like, this, this, they announced it with a trailer. So there is a trailer you can watch, too, that I think the trailer shows a good... Like, you're mentioning a good attention to detail for the, the franchise and license that they're inheriting. So it okay. seems like it's pretty cool. I'm excited. I, I'm still sad you didn't say Bill Murray was in the voice cast, though. That's still just... I don't know if he'd come back, but maybe they're keeping that as a surprise. We'll see. Or a good imitator. Yeah. Um, What else? Uh, Legendary announced that they are making an all-new original live-action series for Apple TV featuring Godzilla and the Titans that will quote-unquote explore the mythic legacy of a world in which monsters are real. Wait, this is going on Apple TV? Yep. What is going on? I don't on? know when. I don't know if this is supposed to be a prequel series or a sequel to, like, Godzilla vs. Kong. I, d I don't know where this fits in their MonsterVerse timeline type of thing. I'm just confused as to why it's going to Apple TV and not to HBO Max. Like, this is the type of shit that pisses me off with these new contracts, because it's like... I, you know, if I'm paying for something, I expect your content to end up there and not be sold off to Apple TV. I mean, unless it's completely separate from all that stuff, I have no idea. If it is completely separate, so be it. But I feel like they own that content, and I feel like that content should be on their service, not on some other service. That's yeah. the only problem I have with it. Um, As far as a sequel for Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, it was reported that a sequel will begin filming in Australia later this year. I only bring this up because, to my knowledge, this is the first word of a sequel ever happening. I don't remember hearing about this at all, so I have Same. no word on who is writing, directing, starring, any of that stuff. There's no release date, but it's apparently happening. We're getting another movie. The one where Godzilla actually grows into an adult and kicks the shit out of Godzilla. Nice. <laughs> you said Godzilla twice. Oh, Kong. Because he's so in your head. <laughs> the one where Kong grows into an adult and actually kicks the shit out of Godzilla. It's going to be great. Uh, and finally, I think the last couple things we have is probably the only reason Ian is here is because I told him I'd mention it is the, <laughs> we have the Epic bot Bandcamp, and that hollow lives third festival titled link your wish 
occurred this past weekend. So honestly, I have no idea what these topics are. Ian is going to try to quickly tell wait, us what the hell these are about. So can I wait? Can I ask a question? Like, is like you mean like Bandcamp, like the thing that like indie bands sell their stuff on? Yeah, Epic bought it for an undisclosed money amount because both are private companies. Epic now owns Bandcamp, which they also recently bought in 2021. ArtStation, which was a similar website for visual artists. This coincides with Epic buying Harmonix, makers of Guitar Hero. So a lot of rumors going around that this is all for all of these that end up in Fortnite, which I think is 100% <laughs> true. You have Harmonix, developed concerts, licensing music from Bandcamp artists in Fortnite. Okay. You know, I was once going you set all that together, that makes a, a crazy like, amount of sense. Well, it, to me, it was the NFTs thing because... There is, like, a thing with, like, audio NFTs that I've heard about mulling around out in the world. That's already a thing. That's what I mean. Like, it's out there, but it's not as popular as, like, the image NFTs. Troy Baker was in that. Yeah, yeah. People were like, what the fuck, Troy? What are you doing? Yeah, it took, like, a week to shame him out of it. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. Like, it didn't, like, Dr. Disrespect come with, like, his whole, like, oh, man, we're creating a new game company and everything. And then he's like, NFTs. And people were like. Dude, what the fuck? Well, I would have said that because Dr. Disrespect was making a company. <laughs> Guy can barely manage himself. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I'm not I'm not here to make a quality assessment of him. I'm just here to make the quality assessment on the fact that he's trying to fund it with NFTs, and it's like... But again, what Epic bought with ArtStation wasn't an NFT studio. It was like a, you sell assets, digital assets, to use in other projects, not NFTs. Isn't that you know, what like an how... NFT kind of is? Well, no, like how Unreal Engine, you can buy asset packs to load your game up with pre-rendered mountains and trees and sure, armor and sure, character sure, sure. models. It's like that, but for visual, like, medium, like, like Photoshop stuff. Okay. They were they were selling, like, licensing that you could then import into your Photoshop thing to use. They weren't selling NFTs. But there was can't no that blockchain, all just be converted so that means to it's NFTs? not an entity. There was zero blockchain. I can't hear you. Speak <laughs> up, sir. I said, doesn't that mean it could all just be converted to NFTs? That now that... Well, that's that, just anything, though. I no, can be no, converted to an NFT. But that's the point I'm saying, and I'm not putting this past Epic to be doing this shit. That's what I'm well, saying. My favorite part about this, though, is Epic's, uh, Epic made Bandcamp in the press release say that Epic stands for an open and free internet. Because, as you may know, there's still an ongoing litigation with Apple. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. It, to me, I, I would, I'm going to wait and reserve judgment on this because my concern is that they're just going that NFT route. That's all I would say. That, I feel like it's much more likely for what Ian was talking about and just integrated into Fortnite somehow. Fortnite is the moneymaker for them. If they can get licensed music in there, they've done content. They, you understand that word. is the end game for NFTs in a lot of cases, that integrating them into games. They didn't say metaverse, games. though. They never said the word metaverse in the announcement. <laughs> I'm just saying the end game for NFTs is to include them in video games and include them in your online you know, persona and all this shit and to sell you an an audio NFT that only plays for you when you do your emote in Fortnite. You get like where I'm going with this. I know what NFTs are. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm asking Brian. I know you get where I'm going with it. I mean, I guess I could see it. I I just think it. I don't know. Me, I guess it's highly. I I feel like it's much more unlikely. That's than... where all these companies are going, though. That's what NFT. That's what they're leading towards. Is like only you can have that skin. Some are trying, other ones well, are not. I don't. I haven't Ubisoft seen. Ubisoft is you get a different numbered version of the skin, <laughs> and they don't sell to anyone. <laughs> Ubisoft is Ubisoft. We're not talking about Ubisoft. We're talking about Epic. Uh, but and yes, then of course, I, it's it's uh. our other big news item: Hololive Third Fest. So Hololive is a giant VTuber company with English, Indonesian, and Japanese branches, and they had their third ever festival, which is a large gathering where there's a big expo in Japan and also a live concert. That's not only in person, but also streamed on the internet. And this year they made big improvements to the technology. It was fully AR. So the three, the girls were all in, you know, they're normally live 2D avatars as VTubers. So this is fully 3D avatars that are actually moving around the stage with AR technology. So there's real depth and presence to them performing a live concert over two days. And this also saw the 3D debuts of Holodive Indonesian Gen 1's Ariana Ayotin, Ayonda Russo, and Muna Hoshinova, who stole the show with their powerful performances. And this also saw the 3D debut of Hololive Myth, the first generation of English talents. Amelia Watson, Takanasha Kiara, Calliope Mori, Guaragura, and Ninomai Enos. This was maybe the pinnacle of what I think 
VTubers as an idle like front as a company could be. A giant expo showing off all there is and then ending in the concert they all dreamed of. And the expo itself had uh, mannequins set up wearing the costumes of all the talent. They got like movie quality costumes made for all of the VTubers and then put them on mannequins that you could go around and see too. It was a really cool event, and the AR technology was really kind of mind-blowing to see. It was like a better version of the Tupac hologram. Did you so, watch uh, it? Uh, 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 yes. Okay. So the mannequins. Yes. What what what, what was, like, was the NFT head, or not the NFT, the, the holo, or VTuber head on it? No, they were regular mannequins just wearing the outfits that the VTubers have for their characters. They're normal mannequins. I'm not sure what part of this you're not getting. <laughs> like, you know what a mannequin is, right? No, no, I know what a mannequin is. I'm saying, like, they weren't, there was, what? They were wearing the clothing, just the clothing. There was no heads involved. Why? To show off the outfits, because they're very elaborate and drawn by world-class artists. Okay. Fair. I accept that. I didn't <laughs> understand it before that, because it didn't make sense to me, but because they're showing off cool art designs, I'm for it. And this was all sponsored by a trading card company. <laughs> <laughs> this was presented by Weishwartz. Tracks. Who I think is actually might be owned by Tencent. Like, in my head. That fully tracks. I'm not going to commit to that one, though. <laughs> there's a chance that Tencent owns them. <laughs> Who also owns part of Epic to tie it back into the other story. Yep. All comes back around. Yeah, they bought part, like another ten studios this year, I think. Ten cent. Well, we'll we'll get into that in a minute because they're uh, ten cents involved with Bungie too, aren't they? Or they were, and I don't know what happens now with the story we'll talk about. But Brian, go ahead with whatever else you got. I mean, if they are involved with Bungie, I don't know that part, so I don't. Have you also had some follow up questions about Hall of Life Third Fest, right, Brian? I no, no. I know how you felt the last fifty minutes of just kind of just letting it wash over you. That's kind of how I feel about that stuff. <laughs> You said a lot of words, and I didn't understand most of them, but I understood a few, and that's the. Important I mean, I think I the to... the the AR technology stuff and like the 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 interestingness of a. It sounds like they they had a cool way to make a live stream interesting, which yes. I appreciate. I'm no, not I mean, saying like, I'm going to check it out, but it it the, sounds cool. The VTuber technology is amazing. The stuff they're able to do is really fucking cool. I'm not into watching it, but. I think what they're doing is really fucking cool. And I think, you know, you see different levels of it where, like, it's all really technology investment and how much you can afford. Because you see a standard VTuber, um, like a certain party bone that we um, we all know and follow on this channel here. And you compare that to what some... What's that? Never, Never heard. Oh, okay. Well, but you compare that to something like what someone like Code Miko is able to achieve. She's not a VTuber. She said that herself, but I know what you're getting at. Uh, the yeah, technology very, is the same, though. She has a very weird 3D model, and she uses I believe, a full motion tracking setup with hers, so she's not just like a webcam kind of one. Or a lot right. of like the Hololive girls all use iPhones for their tracking, with right. then a company licensed software. Hers is like a full bot. She actually wears an actual real mocap suit for hers. Right, but I think that's like the evolution of the technology eventually, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, not everybody can afford to do what she does. I can't oh, wait I, to see Party Bone well, in a mocap suit. It's going to be great. I think with, with Code Miko, it's, it, hers is that borderline, what's that called? That valley thing? You know, where, like, it looks too real, but you know it's fake. Uncanny Valley. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hers is, like, borderline there, and no disrespect to her, but it also looks like a lot of 3D porn models used in Western porn games. <laughs> where it's, it's just kind of disturbing in that sense. Hers is too real for me well, to I think, like, want to watch. I'd, well, at that point, why am I not watching a real person almost, like, kind of thing? Well, was that's it? why a lot of, that's why I want a live flesh tubers hang out with her, because they're afraid flesh of 2D. Tubers. That's what we call Tim the Tapman. No, flesh no, like, so, so you, I, I assume you don't know who <laughs> Miko is, Brian? Sorry, what? I'm, I'm I said, stuck on I assume tuber. that you don't know who Code Miko is. <laughs> no, I don't know who that is. Okay, so I'll... Like, I'll don't worry, you're not a flesh tuber because you don't use a camera. I'll run it down real quick what, what she basically does. Mike, Mike, flesh tuber. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm never going to be able to hear this now. Just... <laughs> We're off the rails. The, 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 the actual person behind Code Miko was a 
NPC developer for a Final Fantasy game. She okay. took one of her own creations that Square decided not to use, and she turned it into a 3D model to be used with her mocap suit. Okay. Okay. So it's it's essentially a Final Fantasy character that was rejected as a final design that she turned into her own thing and became a character online. And a lot of what she does, or nearly everything of what she does, is actually talk to and interview other streamers. Flesh tubers. Flesh tubers. But what she'll do is she'll have, say, like, Pokemane, or she'll have... Notable flesh tuber Pokemane. Yeah. But also... <laughs> For a brief period. I don't know if she still uses her VTuber model. But it, she'll she'll talk to... She'll interview them, and she is over-the-top hilarious with it, where she tries to make people as uncomfortable as she can when she's interviewing them, <laughs> or she will do just over-the-top ridiculous things. Is this just the Eric Andre show? <laughs> kind of. But, it, like, it, honestly, like, Except she's somebody not that I give a ton of credit to. And why I say that I think it's the end game or it's leading towards that for a lot of VTubers is because her setup Thanos, has to be it. incredibly expensive. Oh, yeah. It's, a mo it's an actual mocap studio. Right. And That's for a lot of these for... VTubers that could get there, it's just offering them more. So in other words, and what I say in that is like, if a VTuber is out there doing a standard VTuber thing, like, I don't know, Party Bone. Standard VTuber out there in the world where party bone you know, is the bar it well it, it's a 2d animated model of a character that is representing the person behind the character for them and where code miko comes different and what she does and why i say she's more of the end game is she's a 3d modeled fully rendered can walk around the room and do everything you can see her do and i think in the end some of the most successful ones will end up where she's at because it's but more expressive. Hall Alive already has that outside of the concert too. Like they have their own studio in Japan where they do special 3D streams. Right. Usually for the girl's birthday, they'll have 3D concerts. They've tried making like shorter series called like Hologra with the 3D animated models of the girls. And um, some of the end girls, because they don't have access to the Japanese studio, have started using VR chat to use 3D models with. Obviously not nearly as high as a quality as the in-house Japanese studio ones. Right. But they're still making new content in VR chat with 3D models as well. And you see people at times with 3D models using like um an in valve index or something to control it. Yeah. So so it's it's definitely something where the future of what is possible and not just streaming or in vtubing or anything there's a lot of future of what's possible in even just gaming or oh, in the virtual content reality creation. content creation or just virtual reality experiences like making your own movie and having like being able to do pretty good like 3d stuff with it you know with a home yep. setup yeah it's kind of wild we're remembering when like microsoft announced their ar thing 15 years ago <laughs> In other words, there's a lot of exciting stuff here for people that aren't even into VTubers. Even if you're not, you should check out the technology they're using, because it's pretty fucking impressive. Yep, Brian, get on it. <laughs> right after this we're that's done what, recording. Honestly, that's Didn't what even drew want me this in. segment. <laughs> I saw what they were able I saw what she was able to do. I saw what Code Miko was able to do, and I said, damn, that's fucking cool. I want to know how she's doing it, and I started trying to learn about it more, and it's it's really cool to look into how they're accomplishing a lot of this. Pretty soon we're going to see Bruzy in the uh, mocap suit. No. <laughs> Got a lot of space in that room. <laughs> they don't make a 3X tall in mocap suits, as far as I know. They probably, they probably do. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm just making an excuse. Uh, all right, so we've gone over an hour already for just the, what was supposed to be yeah, the I quick know. hit stuff. So. We all knew this was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so thank you for, if you've listened this far, hopefully we can do another news episode that is not this long, but I make not no promises. Not a quarter of news. A yeah. quarter, literally a quarter <laughs> of the year's worth of news. That's true. We did cover a long time's worth of news, so a long show is expected. I, I mean, when I looked, I think, at the stuff that I was posting, I think somewhere end of December, beginning of January is when I was posting stuff since the last time we did a news episode. So yeah, that was probably three months worth of stuff. Yeah. It's a quarter. Yeah. So, yeah. 
And I'll, at the rate, again, at the rate, at the rate we do these, it will probably be another three months before we do this again. Then we'll be right back in the same boat. So we'll try to do them more frequently. Maybe that's the way to do it. But either way, thank you for listening. Uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook. Search Brygan and Super Friends or go to facebook.com slash Brygan Super Friends. You can send us questions, comments, topics, suggestions, any of that stuff there. Uh, feel free to email Friends at gmail.com. It's legit. It works. I won't check it. Uh, check us out on Twitter at BG Super Friends that I can respond to. That we'll see. Uh, follow me on Twitch if you feel so inclined. Jedi Bry Guy, that's Jedi with an I, Bry with a Y. Uh, whenever we decide to do another live show for the podcast, we will do it there. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to watch me do some game streaming occasionally, whenever I feel like it, it's also done there. And that's it for us. On behalf of Mike, Ian, and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.